Hey, what's up, my friends? JT DeBold is with you today for the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome. Great to be with you on a Tuesday morning. And today we're going to be talking about one of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs make when it comes to attracting big-time clients. And, and really, when I talk about big-time clients, I'm talking about the type of customer they truly want in their business. And then, of course, once they've got that customer, how to take great care of them. I'm going to be talking about one of the single biggest mistakes they make. And more importantly, I'm going to be sharing with you three specific pitfalls to avoid when it comes to avoiding this particular mistake. And by the way, this is something that even the big dogs have a tendency to stumble over. This is, this is uh, you know, a mistake that a lot of people make, whether you're brand new at the business or whether you've been around the block for a few times. I'm telling you, this is applicable to literally everybody who is out there building a business, especially a business that is geared toward helping people just like we do in the Elite Marketing Pro community here. So as you're jumping out, let me know where you are tuning in from. And as you do, let me say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining us here each and every single Monday through Friday. Uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, it is always a privilege and an honor. And I got to tell you, so stoked to be back with you on the Daily Dose. Awesome to be with you on a Tuesday. Lots of cool people coming out here. Larry Felder, what's happening, or uh, Colonel uh, Michelle? What's going on? Tom Dealey coming in from Moab, Utah. Man, I got to tell you, that's actually a trip that uh, I'm looking to take with my wife and kids. We love to mountain bike in this family, and Moab is a trip we have yet to make, believe it or not. So uh, that's on the horizon. Ida coming in from Norfolk, United Kingdom. Good to see you in the UK. Nebraska's in the house with Paul North. Good to see you, Paul. Jennifer Stover King in the house. Marilyn Beggs, what's happening, my friend? Lisa Smith-Williams coming in from Pearland, Texas. Eric Duncanson, Atlanta, Georgia. Go Hawks. <laughs> Luke Burrows in the house. Good to see you as always, Luke. Ray Perlman from sunny SoCal, one of my favorite parts of the world, sunny Southern California. Mary coming in from South Dakota. Chuck coming in from South Carolina. All right, cool. So, I'm going to teach you guys a few things. If you guys have ever been to one of our Fast Track workshops, either as a, uh, an Elevation member or an Acceleration member, you may have seen me talk about this in the past because it's extremely important, but it's something that I want to start sharing a little bit more with all of you so that you understand. One of the things that we talk about a lot of times and some of the concerns that are brought up to me by uh, entrepreneurs, especially folks that are starting off, they're brand new, or perhaps they're breaking into a new field, something that they're unfamiliar with, is their lack of results. The concern is, how am I going to attract customers when I haven't gotten any results? And more specifically, how am I going to attract the real big dogs? How am I going to attract the heavy hitters? And what's interesting is this particular industry, whether you see it as the home-based industry or something more specific like the network marketing industry, a lot of times we look at folks that have these big downlines, right? We see the people that walk across the stage. We see them uh, getting recognized. We see them hitting those big marks, rank advancing, so on and so forth. And it's very easy to think, well, that's them. That's not me. And someday I will be successful when. And this is one of the things that we talk about in the workshops is success does not, is not defined by when you get results, okay? The result itself is simply a metric. It's simply an indication of effective action, effective planning, effective strategy, and then the execution of that planning and the execution of that strategy. That's it. That's all results are. The results are specifically not indi indicative of your life. They're not indicative of your quality. They're not even indicative of you. But so often, people have this tendency to believe that, well, results are me. My results are me or my lack of results are me. 
If this ever sounds familiar, if you know somebody, I'm not saying it has to be you, but if you know people that operate like this, and if it is you, have the courage to admit it, give me a one in the chat box. Give me a one in the chat box if you've ever had that feeling. Like, listen, I don't have the results, the big results yet, and therefore, who's going to follow me? I don't have the big results to share, so who would want to join me? If you've ever had this thought process or experienced it from other people, give me a one in the chat box. All right, I see lots of people uh, out there uh, saying yes or saying one to that. And, uh, hey, man, I got to tell you, it's really cool for you to admit that. And if, by the way, you know people, maybe you've got people in your organization, people in your team, then I want you to pay close attention because this message will work for them as well. And if you're the person delivering the message, aren't you going to look like an amazing leader? And, of course, you will because you are. And that's really the whole point here. When we talk about results, what are they really? They are simply indicators. It's just like a temperature gauge. That's all a temperature gauge is. It says, hey, it's a certain, certain temperature in the particular room. Now, it's up for us to say, well, it's hot or it's cold. But the thermometer, the temperature gauge, simply tells us the facts. It simply tells us what is. It doesn't mean necessarily some people like the room hot, some people like the room cold. It's up to that person to decide if it's comfortable. And isn't that interesting? Because we define what comfort means to us, just like we define the term success. Some people would say, listen, I'm making $5,000 a month in my business. That's tremendous success. Other people would say, I'm making $50,000 a month, and that's tremendous success. And some people might be anywhere in between that. And so what we have to understand is that our definition for success is very personal, it's very intimate, and in many times, it's very different from the people around us. And is that okay or what? I would push and, and, uh, and you know, make the case that it is okay and that it should be okay. In fact, that is kind of what makes business so remarkable. One thing i got to say kind of on a side note is the thing I love about entrepreneurship is it's the ultimate level playing field. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, doesn't matter what your background is, doesn't matter how much success or failure you've had in the past. It really just matters what you show up with, all right, what you bring to the table. And I'm going to be getting to that in just a minute. But back to the pitfall that I see people make. One of the biggest pitfalls that I see people kind of succumb to is this, this notion that results are the driver for a business. It's kind of crazy. I'm going to show you uh, one way that I teach our clients in the workshops. And this is something that I've kind of put together. I call it the, the success cycle. And this is really the way things kind of go. And if you've seen this before, then, then you know, follow along with me. If you've never seen this before, then take, take careful notes on this, Okay. Everything really begins with our belief systems, all right? So I'll give you a great example. If your belief system around money is, hey, wealthy people are greedy, or making money in business is hard, then it's going to really start to drive your, everything you do in terms of performance in your business or your life. Some people say, well, I'm not a morning person. Well, guess what? If they have to get up early to catch a flight, then naturally they're, gonna, they're going to approach that situation from a place of not necessarily being optimized. Right? They're going to say, well, I'm not a morning person, therefore when they get up early in the morning, they're probably going to feel awful, uh, they're going to move slow, their brain's not going to be as sharp, and they probably will not approach that situation with too much enthusiasm. See where I'm going with this? If somebody also has a belief system that says, hey, business is hard, or in the past I have failed, so therefore in the future I probably will fail as well, all of a sudden they're setting themselves up for a, a very rough go. So it all begins with our beliefs. Well, our beliefs actually drive our thoughts. Because if we're believing that something's hard, then we're thinking it's going to be hard. And, of course, our thoughts drive our words. Now, what's interesting is we have uh, amazing people in this, in this uh, community. And one person I want to give a shout-out to 
is uh, we, we were just in the uh, workshops and I had this awesome woman, Dawn. She came up and she said, listen, man, you know, the way you approach uh, thoughts and words and things like that is really powerful because what I said is the eyes are not the window to the soul, words are, all right? And the purpose behind me saying that is because when you are thinking a certain thought, sometimes you hold it within yourself, right? But if all of a sudden you speak the words, if I said, hey, how's business going? You go, hey, man, business is awesome. I can tell a lot about what you're thinking. Even if right now business isn't going great for you, if the words that come out of your mouth say business is awesome, that means you're thinking optimistically. That means you're thinking about the possibility of what's coming next. And that probably means that you have a strong belief system in and around your business and in and around yourself. So you can see that these things really do relate to one another. Beliefs lead to thoughts. Thought leads to, thoughts lead to words. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, JT, how do words actually impact our performance? I was just telling this story last week and how uh, when my kids were little, we actually tried this out. I remember reading this study. It was done by a, a performance psychologist uh, in the UK. And what they did is they put people, athletes, through tests, and they actually used positive or negative reinforcement as the athletes were doing their workouts. Sometimes it was a, an Olympic lift, like squats or, or deadlift or something like that. Sometimes it was running hurdles. Sometimes it was doing things, seeing how high they could jump and, and tap a, a marker on a wall, for instance. And so they tried two tests. They tried it once with uh, positive reinforcement, meaning, hey, you got this. You can do this. Jump higher. You're, so, you're such a strong person. Man, you're fast. Man, you're strong. Man, you're tall, or whatever they would say. And it would give that person that positive reinforcement. On another test, they would ask the exact same athletes to do something, either a similar uh, strength exercise or performance exercise, and they would tell them how awful they were and how they weren't working hard enough and how they were slow and how they were sluggish and how they were heavy and all these things. And they could actually see a dramatic drop in their, in their, in their performance. So I tried this with my own kids. We set up this little uh, obstacle course in our, in our house one day, and we tried it. And the very first time we did it, uh, we gave our kids just a baseline performance. We just wanted to see how fast they would go. Then we gave them a chance to rest, and I tried something. I tweaked the, the experiment just a little bit differently. And I started it with my daughter, and, I, and when she ran the first go, she ran as hard as she could go. She's very competitive, just like me. And so she ran as hard as she could go. And on that first run, when she was fresh, that's when I gave the negative reinforcement. I gave the negative reinforcement. I'm like, you're not trying hard enough. You're not going fast enough. Is that the best you got? And I was saying things like that, and I could tell that it was actually having an impact on her. Well, when she got done with the race, she was breathing really heavy, and she had gone through this little obstacle course we had built in the house, and she's breathing really heavy, and I said, okay, get up to the starting line, and she's like, I'm not ready yet. I said, I know, just take a deep breath and get going, and right before she got there, right before she took off, I put my arm around her, uh, her shoulder, and I said, listen, I really believe in you. You're amazing. I know you're going to do great at this. You are going to crush this. Now go out, give it your all, and show me what you got. Show me that Cali DeBolt that I know and love, and so... I stopped, I started the time, she took off, she ran, and she blew her time away. In fact, she was faster when she was tired, even than her baseline speed, simply because the words were reinforcing the actions. Now, if this makes sense, if you're saying, hey, dude, I totally follow all of this so far, give me a two in the chat box. I want to see the twos coming out here. And just like Jennifer Stover King says, words are so powerful. They're more powerful than you probably realize. And by the way, we're not just talking about the spoken word. We're also talking about the words we think, that internal dialogue, that inner, internal talk that we give ourselves in any given moment, any given day. All right, I see lots of people dialing twos in here. Um, it's great. Uh, I, oh, wait, i got to see this comment. Lisa Smith, 
Williams just said, my nine-year-old hates to write, so I print up worksheets that say, I'm a great writer. I love to write. Writing is easy for me, and she says it works. It absolutely does. Now, here's something interesting, and we were talking about this uh, at the workshop. Is uh, uh, one, of the, one of our students, Emily, came up, and she goes, hey, listen, what do you think about affirmations? Affirmations can sometimes come off as a little bit woo-woo, and most people who know me, I'm not a woo-woo kind of guy. I will say this, that if it's an action-based word, Right. So in other words, if I sit there and say, I'm awesome, that's one thing. But if I say something that says every day I show up and do the work of a top earner, I, I am a natural leader. And every single day I, I set the example with through my thoughts, actions and words. In other words, if it's an action based, uh, um, you know, sort of word that you're using or an action based affirmation, then it will have power. But if we simply say I am something. I'm a six-figure earner. I'm a six-figure earner. And we're saying that over and over again. It's possible that those words will reinforce a thought of doubt. So we have to be careful. Because if we don't yet have the result and we're trying to force ourselves to believe that, then guess what? It could reinforce that negative belief pattern. So the best way to hotwire that and shortchange it is to come to the words and make them action-based. So anytime you use words about yourself, use action-based words. And it's okay to say, hey, I'm working on becoming a better writer. I'm working on being the best copywriter possible. I am working each day to make that winning ad. When you do that, you start to have reinforced actions based on words that are, that are specifically driven toward and reinforcing action. And then, of course, the actions, they back up the results. And when we get the results, we have the belief system. So what's one of the big mistakes that I'm talking about here? What's one of the biggest pitfalls I see entrepreneurs make? It's that they don't understand that you, ha you do not have to have the results in order to attract high-level people. You don't have to have the results. And if you don't believe me, ask the great Julie Burke. Julie Burke, even before she started having the six and seven figure results, in fact, she was probably a high, fig high six figure earner, but she started attracting seven figure earners. In fact, some people who were uh, high level seven figure earners in her, biz in, in her industry had come out of retirement just to work with her. That's the power of attraction marketing. They started to realize, hey, listen, I got kind of burnt out. I got tired. I got bored. I just decided that, that I was going to retire financially. I was set. But all of a sudden, I'm seeing this person named Julie Burke showing up every single day setting the example. And this is really what it comes down to. If you want to attract high-level people in your business, if you want to attract lots of great people in your business, not just the seven-figure earners, but the people that maybe haven't, haven't gotten that, to that point yet but have that true potential, then what we have to do is be the example, all right? We have to be the example, which means we have to show up to it every single day. And how we set the example is by setting the tone in our business. You set the tone with your beliefs. You set the tone with your thoughts. You set the to tone especially with your words. Your words are so powerful, incredibly powerful, that you can actually reverse a negative thought pattern. You can back up and reverse a negative belief system simply by showing up and speaking the words every single day. Know that those words are going to drive your actions, and that's what people are more excited about, all right? People are more excited about the actions you take as opposed to the results you get because at the end of the day, what's the question everybody's asking themselves when they're talking to you? Whether it's a brand new prospect, whether it's somebody clean off the streets, they're sitting there, they may come across your ad, they may come across your blog post. What's the thing, the question they're asking themselves in their mind? Type it into the, question, into the uh, uh, chat box if you know what it is. Um, Paul North says, have the seven-plus-figure earner mindset. 
Exactly. Here's the thing. You can have the mindset of a seven-figure earner before you have the tangible results of a seven-figure earner. And how do you get the mindset of a seven-figure earner or an eight-figure earner or whatever it is? You get the mindset by following them, by studying them, by learning from them, but not just saying to yourself, well, I'm the eternal student, which is great to be, or I'm just the eternal person that's going to follow the lead. You want to be the lead. You want to show up with that mindset, with the actions every single day, because at the end of the day, it's the actions that people buy into. All right, so there's Don Sullivan. That's my girl right there. She's talking about this today. She's the one that actually posted that meme about, uh, or she shared it rather, commented on it and tagged me in it about, hey, the eyes are the window to the soul. And I said, yeah, there might be some truth to that, but to me, the words the words are the window to the soul. I can tell a lot about a person, about how they believe about their business, what they believe about their industry, and more specifically, what they believe about themselves simply by the words they choose uh, as, it, as it pertains to each and every single one of those areas of their life. So it's just super important that you understand this. Now, the question I was asking before is, what is that thing that's in the back of their mind? People are asking themselves, uh, asking themselves the same question. Um, you know, they're asking, uh, Eric, David Duncanson says, will this work for me? Yes, absolutely. That is the question. And at the root of that question is the one that Jennifer Stover King said, and that is, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? Every single person is asking them, themselves that question, including you right now as you're listening to me. You're probably wondering, hey, what's in it for me? How come I should listen to this? You listen to it because this is single, one of the single biggest pitfalls that I see people make in business, and that is this feeling that they have to have the results first in order to be taken seriously or to be able, able for people to actually want to do business with them. And I'm here to tell you that is not true. That is a belief system that I encourage you to change, all right? So just like I showed you with this little diagram, the belief system that you want to change right here, right now, is that you do not have to have the results. If you have the belief, hey, I have to have the results first, then let's change that. Because if you believe that, then the thought might come, well, I don't have the results yet. And so you get on the phone or you have a conversation with somebody, and the thing you're worried about is, please don't ask me about my results. Please don't ask me about my results. And what's the first question they ask? How much money are you making? How many people have you sponsored into this thing? And you're like, oh, gosh, and then you stutter over your words. Well, that's going to create a sense of a lack of confidence in them. The actions that you're taking won't be as powerful. They won't be that seven-figure earner type action. And then the next thing you know, you're going to either get the result or not get the result, and it reinforces a belief. So the way we change this is to start right now by saying, I do not have to have the result in order to be the person that I'm here to become. I simply have to show up and think, I got this, and say the words, I got this. And say the words, each day, every day, I'm getting better. Each day, every day, I'm taking the actions of a seven-figure earner. Each day, every day, I'll do whatever it takes. And then show up and do it. you got to back it up, right? You have, to, you have to prove it or lose it. If you don't prove it to yourself, then you will start to lose this momentum through your words and through your thoughts and through your beliefs. So you have to prove it or you're going to lose it. And as you start to prove it, the actions are going to start rendering results, and those results are going to back up your new found and new built belief system. My friends, you got this, but you don't need just to hear it from me. You need to hear it from yourself, and you need, to, you need to show up each and every day and realize that if you want to be the example, if you want to set the example in your business, that's the thing that's going to, that's actually what's going to attract people into your business anyway. In order to set that example, you got to set the tone, and you got to make the decision each and every single day. If you want to make the difference, you got to make the decision. The decision is, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. I'm going to do whatever it takes to lead. I'm going to do whatever it takes to help people get to that next level in their business and life. And you do that by showing up 
and setting the example, being the example each and every single day. All right, my friends, well, that just about does it for today's episode of the Daily Dose of Awesome. Great to have you with us. Appreciate each and every single one of you. Uh, I love all the comments we've got coming in here. Michelle, Felicia, Sadaf's here. What's going on? We do have absolutely Tony Stewart in the house. And here's what's crazy, man. I'll be really honest with you. All the stuff we're talking about today, it's super simple, isn't it? But this is the stuff that actually gets the work done, all right? This is how all the tactics and all the strategies come together and actually become, they, they come alive. They actually help you get the results. And I think you're getting this. If you're getting this, give me a long-distance high five in the chat box. Uh, but more importantly, show up to this every single day. Give yourself the chance to, to put this into action and develop it as a positive or, I should say, a productive um, a progressive uh, habit pattern because if you create that progress, that's the thing that's going to prove it to you and that's where that belief cycle starts to really take hold and it becomes super powerful. All right, my friends, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us here at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, Monday through Friday. If you got some great value from this, let us know in the chat box and make sure you're getting out there building your business. Get yourself over to EliteMarketingPro.com if you haven't already. Make sure you're plugged in. Stay tuned for more stuff coming here and remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll see you soon.